thinking about finding the right way to manage your time, a big topic, is a little like finding the right way to organize your files. People who love filing create elaborate filing systems. They can never find anything, but they know it's filed somewhere or in a pile awaiting to be filed. They ask themselves, what do I need to put into the system? Which is why they end up with lots of files they can't find. But for everyone in general, and busy salespeople in particular, the key to a filing system isn't in the filing, it's in the finding. Welcome to the Food for Thought Lunch Break with Steve Bookbinder podcast, the show that gives you things to think about when you're trying to make more sales without all the seriousness of conventional sales talks. Enjoy and learn as he makes fun of sales training, salespeople, and sales trainers, including himself, all while giving you battle-tested strategies that work. Now, here's your host, Steve Bookbinder. Hey, thanks for joining me on your break. I'm always looking for ways to get more sales easier. Turning your break into a coaching break is a great way for me to help you get more sales easier, too. What do you call it when you watch what you eat? Healthy eating? What do you call it when you regularly exercise? Healthy living? Well, what do you call it when you prioritize activities that get you closer to your goal? Got you. There is no expression. That may be part of the problem for those in sales who miss their goal. The closest expression we get is time management. No offense to sales trainers, but they use this term so often to cover so many things that the expression has become almost meaningless. Consider, if I'm not healthy eating, I'm probably eating a lot of crap. If I'm not living a healthy lifestyle, I'm probably not exercising, along with 100 other things I'm either not doing or doing too much of. In those cases, the payoff for the discipline is clear, better health and a longer life. But what is the payoff of time management for salespeople? What is the penalty for not managing your time? You can get up early, work all day, go to sleep late, and fill every moment with potentially helpful activities. And no matter how fast you work, you'll never get to everything. As long as you talk to or email potential buyers over time, you will probably close a few sales. So, no real penalty for not managing your time, right? Then, why bother trying to manage your time? No matter how you manage your time, ultimately, you need to be in front of customers when they are ready. So maybe we shouldn't bother training salespeople to manage their own time. Instead, maybe we should help your customers manage their time so they time their need with your availability. Is that what we mean by time management? Great idea, right? Train customers to be easier to sell to. Well, until that happens, intuitively, we know we should manage our time, but explicitly, how? We can manage our time differently than we are currently managing it, but which tweaks to our time management 
will change our results. And as a salesperson who needs to be reactive when customers have a sudden need, how do I manage my time when they are ultimately managing my time for me? And how do I have the time to work in echo selling, which may take years to benefit me, when I have the pressure to hit sales goals for this quarter and next? Critical questions to ask and answer if you want to realize success from echo selling, which is why we made How Do We Manage Our Time to Maximize Echo-Powered Sales Results the topic of today's lunch break coaching session. Today, we'll talk about real changes you can make to your results by making a few consistent changes to your time management. I will share some action strategies which will only pay off in the future if you start this week. As always, let's begin with today's question. How can I manage my time differently so that I experience more echo selling success? The short answer is fit a you never know kind of meeting into each week. Let me expand on that. Thinking about finding the right way to manage your time, a big topic, is a little like finding the right way to organize your files. People who love filing create elaborate filing systems. They can never find anything, but they know it's filed somewhere or in a pile awaiting to be filed. They ask themselves, what do I need to put into the system? Which is why they end up with lots of files they can't find. But for everyone in general, and busy salespeople in particular, the key to a filing system isn't in the filing, it's in the finding. It can't be a filing system. It must be a finding system, because a million people will tell you across the year to follow up in X number of weeks or months or years, and you always need to find that piece of paper, those details, that file, when you're looking for it, which is likely to be when you're in a big hurry. I make my filing systems into a finding system because I'm asking a different question. What do I need to get out of my system? Well, let's apply that thinking to time management. What do you make time for? What do you need to get out of your time management system? When I ask salespeople about their time and their goals, the average salesperson tells me two contradictory things in separate conversations. The first is how well they manage their time. Then they tell me about goals they have, but they just didn't get to, like writing a book or learning about digital marketing or practicing social selling. I'll ask them if they put any time against that goal, and the answer invariably is no. It's not complicated or mysterious, but it's hard work. You can't accomplish goals you don't get to. Getting to the activities that contribute to your goal is easier said than done, but you are not managing your time unless you are aligning your time with your goals. My goal is to get more sales easier through echo selling. Let me give you an example of how I've applied this time management concept to achieve my goal. A few years ago, I closed a sale with a former client, a global client that led to my training there, US, EMEA, 
and APAC sales teams. The client flew me all around the world in first class to ensure I was ready to deliver a great program in each city. For most trainers, that perk alone would have been the entire story. But look at all of these other benefits I got from this sale. I developed new helpful content. To close that sale, I had to develop a new tactic for dealing with procurement teams, a tactic which I have since shared with other clients who needed help selling through procurement. Those tips were so well received that I included those procurement tips in blogs and articles which contributed to my getting new leads. I developed new workshops. I replicated the program I developed for the client for other clients, which helped me win deals with new clients while renewing relationships with existing clients. While conducting the final leg of training in Hong Kong, they introduced me to another division of their company that led to my closing a deal to conduct training the following month in South America. I developed new referrals. The training brought me close to some of the key stakeholders who remembered me when they left that company and helped me get into other U.S. and global sales teams that they joined. And what led to this chain of events? A critical time management decision I made about six months prior to beginning the deal that I eventually closed. That's when I decided to make one time management tweak that made all the difference. I decided that from now on, when I travel to another city for one client, I will always arrange to meet for breakfast, lunch, dinner, coffee, or a beer, meet another client or contact that I have no reason to see except that they are part of my network under the theory of you never know. Those you never know meetings, which I now have weekly when I'm in town, and each trip I make when I travel, have led to the sale I described, as well as many other deals, including a business partnership with one of the leading marketing services in the U.S., which in turn has led to speaking opportunities and social media attention that none of my paid marketing campaigns ever produced. I've learned things about the industries I sell into that I would never know, including job changers and industry updates and individual coaching engagements. None of these benefits could be forecasted. To be sure, not every you-never-know meeting led directly to a revenue-producing partnership, and I can't predict which ones will be beneficial in advance, but I can predict the consistency of adding this kind of meeting to my schedule has helped me consistently achieve one result, more sales, easier. The lesson is don't only play it safe by going on meetings when you are sure. Even if you're not sure of the outcome, be sure of the process. Be open to the serendipity of meeting the right person at the right time. Focus on the long term by improving your relationship with everyone in your network, one person at a time, which is an outcome that will pay off many times in your career. Okay, let's summarize. Look at your calendar. What do you see? Appointments with yourself to follow up on old leads? Okay, that's not a bad way to manage some of your time. But what about your long-range goals? Are any of this week's appointments contributing to your long-range goals? If not, don't be surprised if those goals don't happen. And don't forget about the most important goal of all, 
To keep up with ever-rising goals, with ever-rising sales, some of them easier to close, exactly the kind of sales networking delivers. Here are four actions you could take this week to build on today's session. A, make appointments with people in your network, even if there's no immediate, obvious payoff. B, learn. Not only learn about this person, but learn how to learn about people and their industry by learning what to ask them. C, practice the art of managing your time rather than letting your time manage you. And D, continue to learn how to make more sales easier by scheduling time for our next lunch break coaching session. Over the next few weeks, we'll alternate talking about echo selling with interviews with sales and digital marketing leaders and some surprises too. Until next time, remember, I'm Steve Bookbinder, your sales coach. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. Check out our free playbooks and training and coaching offerings on dmtraining.net. And contact me, ASAP, if I can help your team get more sales or help you have a more successful sales career. Thank you for listening to Food for Thought. To get your free sales playbook, visit dmtraining.net forward slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of Steve's jokes and helpful resources. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.